Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Loot and Dagger Podcast, where we roll dice, murder evil, and pretend to be people we're not, all for your listening pleasure. Before we begin, I wanted to give a heartfelt thank you to David Power for being our very first patron. This episode is dedicated to you, David. Thanks for being a badass. Now, let's tell some stories. Gentlemen, clerics, arcane ladies, and some demon shit gets crazy. Fear us, gnome, wielding daggers, magic boats, and singing flowers. Everybody's got a beef with us, but ain't no problem. You're gonna burn and run. Your evil shit don't stand a chance, cause you and dagger know how to dance. Last we left our heroes, Matilda Beckett decided she had had enough of Mr. Savara and dragged Victor Sinclair and Grit Tough and Stuff into an all-out brawl with their captors. During the fight, a deal was secretly struck with Jorlin, one of Avara's elite guards, and he has promised to help our adventurers escape the prison. Jorlin wants the party to show the mistress humiliation, and there will be no doubt this wish will be granted. We join the party now as they wait for the right time to make their escape. Man, by the way, Matilda, that was impressive. Yes, you've got uh, quite um, some initiative. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, it doesn't... Uh, how long? Uh, was it five hours? Was that the general consensus? All right, well, that's yeah. not long enough for me to get any substantial amount of rest. So we may as well uh, go ahead and get everything sorted out. Oh, Royce. Royce, are you out now? Uh, Good to see you. Would you be a dear and uh, hand me those keys? Nods. He grabs the keys Mm -hmm. and puts like one in his mouth, another like over his body, whatever, and he just like, just push him through the bars. Wonderful. You are a dear as always. He does a, uh, a bow. I will, uh, oh, you, you have those subjects, I see. This is amazing. Well, of course. Uh, Hello there, good rap subject. <laughs> Squeaker. <laughs> uh, Jim Jar goes, I bet, uh, I bet four gold. That rat, he's going to be the one who saves us. Four well, gold. He Anybody? already did, so I'm not taking that. Oh. I'm going to go ahead and start unlocking myself and everyone else. Rod, Rod goes, me, me too, me now. Well, of course, he is. Yeah. Now, just so everyone's on the same page. Stool, like, comes up to you well, and course, just, like, rubs his, his, uh, he, he rubs his mushroom hat, head on your on your uh, leg, and he's like... Well, that's not inappropriate in the least. <laughs> it's, uh, Thank you so much. Oh, you Thank are you. Now, everyone, just remain calm. We're going to have a window in about five hours. I just want to go ahead and get you guys uh, freed up first, so don't make any moves until then. Elvis, is, Elvis comes over, and she's unlocked, and she's like, what's the plan? Well, Where do we even go? Well, uh, I hear there's a nice place called Sloop the Dupe. Oh, Shushar the Awakened. Uh, he goes, Yes, yes, there's Sloop the Dupe. It is a wonderful place. It is a place I was meaning to go to, anyways. Yes. Sure, sure, yeah. Sloop the Dupe. Sloop the Dupe. Anyone know the way back uh, to the surface? Uh, up, upwards. Everybody kind of looks at each other. Eldith is like, "Well, I, I know Gontelgram, but I don't know how to get there from here." Gontelgram. Gontelgram. is not quite as fun as Sloop would do. Gontelgram is actually quite famous of a uh, of a, like a dwarven settlement. It mm-hmm. is a big dwarven settlement that just became like a gained its independence from like a drow. A drown incursion, essentially. Uh, tell me, Mr. The Awakened, is there a yes. way up from Sloopladoop? Oh, no, no, no. We wouldn't dream of leaving the Sloopladoop and leaving the Underdark. The, the Sea Mother would not allow that type of thing, no. Well, that's not encouraging. No. But I imagine that this is a good place to uh, start. You could probably ask somebody. So is everybody going to Sloopladoop? Is that the group plan? Popito is like, hey friends, I'll definitely go to Sloopaladoop with you. Sure, we'll just take the group to Sloopaladoop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you do not mind having uh, friends Derendel on your side. I I would be honored, your highness. Thank you. Of course. 
So kind of yes. And uh, Topsy and Turvy. Uh, Topsy finally talks, and she goes, "It's a basically, it's a. They look like twins. One's a brother, one's a sister." Mm-hmm. And she talks, and they whisper. She whispers to her brother, and she whispers back. It's like we'd like to go too, but not. Well, to, we don't want to go to Sloopladoo. We we'll just make our way once we get out, if that's okay. Sure, that's fine. Okay, you All do right. what you need to do. Ron's like, yes, I'm free. Yes. Yeah. Ah, this is nice. All right. All right. Calm down for a moment. We're not out of here yet. All right. Well, I know everyone's very excited, but we are going to have to wait several more hours for mm-hmm. everything to turn out okay. But, uh, yeah, if you want to do some stretching, uh, you know. He starts doing some, some power stretches, sure. some work stretches. Work out your hammies. Jim Jar is like, I bet before we drop down there, I bet you 20 gold that we could uh, go to the armory and get some basic supplies. It's over in that tower. You guys yeah, want to risk you, it? You guys want to risk it? if you like. No? I yeah, I think we were just getting out. All right. No, I'm just saying that I bet this guy, I bet this guy couldn't do it. What do you think? I don't think this guy wants to do it. This guy wants to leave. All right. All right. Just making sure. Hey. Yeah, I believe him. Yeah, our place is where to go. Just want to need some supplies to do it. All right. School is like, will you, will you eventually take me back to my home, please? Do you live in Sloopladoop? Oh, no. I well, don't know what Sloopladoop is. Or I don't know where we're at. But I really want to go back to the Never Like Grove. Do you, anyone know what that is? Everyone, like, shakes their head. Mm. You're more than welcome to accompany us, and if we so happen to pass it, I, we just don't know where it is. Okay. All right. Well, you're more than welcome to accompany us for as long as you like, as long as you ask before sporing people in the future. That's okay. Uh, well, the, the spores are going to run out soon, so I might need to do it again if we're all going to talk again. But just let me know when you want me to do it. Sure. Okay. Sure. Miss really... Becker, do you consent to being spored? Because you guys need to learn what language? They're all, they're speaking all kinds of stuff, um, but right now the spores are letting you translate it all. Okay. It's all telepathically too, you don't actually yeah. have to talk. Alright. Hmm. It's fine, I guess. It's gross. Okay. Oh, so this, okay. Oh, I didn't that. realize it was telepathic. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys were talking, but you realize at a certain point that some of them are moving their mouth and you can hear them. Okay. So you're realizing it's telepathic. Does school right. even have a mouth? Probably not. <laughs> he just kind of shakes his his uh, mushroom <laughs> top a little bit as he talks. Sure, we all know what that's like. <laughs> I'm just really afraid. The stool says, "I'm just really afraid. I don't want to die." Well, I mean that's not the top of anyone's agenda, mm-hmm. but uh, we're gonna see what we can do to get on out of here. Shusha says, "Do not worry about that. I, I believe we're in good hands here at these yeah, when when Shushar talks, he literally kind of gurgles and bubbles a little bit when he whenever he talks. So I kind of got that impression. Mm-hmm. Once, nice. once we get to uh, Dark Lake, I'll be able to take us to shoot the mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Well, the water leads to Dark Lake. Cool. Wonderful. Below us. Sarath, um, the drow in the back, says, "We'll need to act fast." We'll send people after you. And you realize you're gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. is a I sure, mean, I yeah. Kind of figured one of you was probably a plant here anyway. He looks over at Stool. So it's like, that guy tried to take me. That's how we got here. I don't like it when he looks at me like that. Right, so that you're not a plant, you're a fungus. That's a whole different thing. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Little biology humor, mm. lighten the mood. Ha mm. ha. Uh-huh. The old Yes, well, I believe we have a plan. Then is this right, uh, Prince Darrell says? Is yes, I. All right, at under the uh, later on, we will jump. Hopefully, not to our doom. Yes. Uh, sure, that is the hope. Yeah. I just figure we just wait now. Yeah, and keep an eye on all the folks in here to make sure they aren't signaling to somebody on the outside. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Roll me a perception check. Anybody want to do that? It's actually trained in it. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
Well, my passive perception uh, is up as like a 22. Oh, shit, son. Nine. Yeah. I rolled a 16. <laughs> the, only, uh, the only thing that seems off or odd is uh, Bupito, who is uh, just... He just seems crazy crazier than the others right and yeah. he's not going to signal but he looks like he's sizing everyone up just yeah, you've creepy. seen this before that's why you've... i didn't want to talk to him to start with yeah. so you you've seen this kind of crazy before yeah this is just this is a guy who's sizing people up right it's like all right friends i can't wait to leave with you this will be great does anyone have a, a weapon because i could I think that we should be able to defend ourselves if we need to, don't you? You can go get one from the guard tower. <sighs> yeah. Jim Jar goes. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet on that one. I'm not gonna bet on that one. But I want to. I want to bet. Okay, I'm gonna bet this. Five gold that uh, Bopito uh, breaks off in the group, goes get some weapons, and then gets off by a giant spider. Five gold. No. No. Nobody gonna take it. All right. All right. No bet. No bet. It's fine. Somebody, no one's, no one's taking my bets. All right. He's patched himself up. It is time. There's a certain point when uh, Jorling comes in. He says something to all the guards in the guard tower. They walk out, and he walks out as well with them. And he looks over right at you, like nods. All right. They walk off over the uh, cover of the, uh, the, the waterfall. Okay. All right. Come on, guys. It's time. Let's go. Open the door. Step over here. And I jump. You guys jump. As you fall into the spider webs, everybody can make a strength check to break out. Otherwise, you're restrained by the webbing as you jump onto the spider webs. Okay. Okay. Can I just do like a uh, a dex check or something to like our acrobatics? I'll allow it. So you guys jump out, and now you're into the spider web, and it is and is restraining you. No matter what, it kind of restrains you. But how you try to break free of that restraint and proceed on, yeah, is is how we're going to do this. Okay. It's a DC of twelve uh, strength, but I'll allow even a. Um, generally, they don't, I don't think spider webs will allow you to use a dex check, but for this moment, for this mm-hmm. cinematic moment, let's do it. Is that All cool? Right. Cool. Everybody cool with that? Yeah. All right. Yeah, easily. 16 plus 4 is 20. Nope, I'm stuck. All 25. Right. <laughs> so you get restrained, and you two, like, get your break yourself free. Mm-hmm. When the jailbreak happens, Jim Jar, he jumps in with you guys. And Jim Jar is also restrained. Ront jumps in after Jim Jar. And he's fine. He breaks, he breaks free of his restraints. Sereth crits. He like, he's a drow anyways. He's pretty good at this uh, whole spider thing. So he, uh, he's like dancing on the. He's like web. dancing on the spider webs. And then there's Pepito does not jump in with you guys. You imagine perhaps he's going to that tower to try to find some uh, weapons or something. Prince Darendel. It's like, oh, here I come down there. Make way. Oh, oh, bother. And he is now restrained next to Victor. And then there's Eldith. She is also restrained. You guys bouncing on the spider webs caused uh, spiders to start crawling out. You can see three. Three spiders coming out. They're not really in combat mode yet. They're kind of coming out to investigate. So, how would you like? How would you guys like to do this next round of actions and things? Uh, I'll look over at uh, Matilda. Can you burn the spider web? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. All right, guys, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> What is she going to do there? What do you think she's going to do there, Victor? I'm sure it's going to be something very loud and dangerous. Oh, my. All right. Um, Yeah, hold hold on to your hats, guys. Uh, I'm going to set the spider web on fire. Uh, Oh, this should be fun. All right, so just get ready. All right, you don't want to go splat as you fall. Nothing terrifying about this at all. All right, excellent. Okay, so I'm going to cast Firebolt. It uh, hurls a mote of fire at a creature or object within range, so the object is going to be the spider web. 
Um, I gotta make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 1d10 fire damage. A flammable object hit by this spell ignites if it isn't being worn or carried. So what that would, would be, be fun? Everybody, let's, let's 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 describe a fun cinematic of you guys just falling uh, to the. Well, I I do to have pool. to make the attack. It's against. I a don't really think you can miss a spider web that isn't so. going anywhere. Yeah, yeah so. spider webs but. have AC and stuff, but they can't. They can't dodge out of a way of anything. Okay, I, all right. So, so it's fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Yeah. You burn whatever bit of the spider web you want, and there's an explosion. Uh huh. There's just an ex. A, a, a fireball it's, explosion. It's it, it all burns. Six it and nine. Fifteen. There is a loud. That's a lot of fire. So does it look like a loud, like a loud boom, and then all this spider web just starts sizzling and burning away, and then you guys drop as the anchoring spider webs around you just don't have the support. I was thinking things. less of a boom and more of a whoosh, whoosh you know, yeah. like if you oh. like a like a plastic bag over a fire and it just goes. Oh, okay. We can do that. Yeah, because spider webs aren't inherently explosive. All right, um, but they will catch fire. Yeah, so those of you who are restrained, you still have a bunch of spiderweb on you as you're just like tum- tumbling down out of the air. There's water below you! I'm, I'm going to take an action to be dignified. There's <laughs> a fall right. coming in spiderwebs into the water below. Okay. Alright, that's fun. Um... Let's do this. Restrain. Now, you didn't realize just how far up this was. You had an understanding, and you could see in the dark, and as you can see in the dark, it's like the pool was way down. Technically, 100 feet down. But you guys go into the spider webs, less than that, because you actually yeah. went about, uh, about 20 feet down, and you were caught by the spider webs. Right. And it's nice and bouncy Dang. and cushy, right? Yeah. Um, so you got another 80 feet to fall. Okay. But it's into a... Into water. Into water. Into water. Um, we're just going to do a cinematic... Don't belly flop this. Yeah. So, Restrain, they're not heroes. They were not ready for this. So, uh, Prince Darendel's going to take some damage from kerplunking, belly flopping. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah. It hurts him a little bit. But he kerplunks. Mm-hmm. Take seven points of damage as you kerplunk. But you were able to kind of, I don't know, cushion by the spider web a little bit. Well, but since you Victor took a moment to dignify be dignify himself. Dignified. Yeah, I, and I imagine him landing sort of feet first, so like the opposite of a dive. Right. Just, yep. Arms crossed. Arms crossed. Not enjoying this, the situation. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> this is happening now. Royce is like, mm, speak. <laughs> Covering his little rat eyes with little yeah. rat paws. So I would think that would that would diminish the damage because yeah. he didn't. Victor didn't belly flop. Oh, did stool make it by the way? I don't remember you saying anything. Oh, stool. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't light him on fire, too, did I? No, I think... Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Maybe not. Oh, Shusha. So bother. Topsy and Turvy did not seem like they followed you guys, either. Okay. Um, Shusha was like, Oh, there we go! (laughs) But he's, uh, once he gets to the, um, he was, he was able to, like, and then he... Then he falls again as you get you do your fire, yeah. and he kerplunks too, but he doesn't take a, any damage from that. Yeah, well, he's a, isn't he a fish man? He's a fish man. Yeah, so he's fine. Stool doesn't look hot, but he kerplunks too, because okay. he's wrapped in webs, and he kerplunks right now, and kind of floats back up next to Victor. Alright. Well, I will, uh, and... I will cast my preserved life into him. Mm. I, uh... Won't be able to heal more than half of his total hit points, but I'm sure I can at least heal that much. Eldith uh, drops. Sure she was uh, restrained. She drops and completely belly flopped enough that she comes up floating. 
Dead. Jesus. Well, I'm sure just dying. All right. Well, Chimjar also uh, falls down. He belly flops, but uh, he still looks like, oh, this is a bad day. Bad day. I bet you're not going to look the same after this one. Oh, how much you bet. <laughs> I want to give you inspiration for acting dignified and adding a little bit to it and being a good... All right. Well, once everybody gets up, uh, in that case, I'll sp- spread out my... Uh... I preserve life to, what was it, about four injured people? Is that it? Uh, there are, yeah. Stool, down. Mm-hmm. Stool. Eldith, dead. Dead, dead, or dying, dead? Dying. Dying. Okay. Uh, Prince Darendel, taking some, uh, taking some stuff, but he still, he looks okay. okay. He's taking some damage, but he's okay. You don't see Bapito. That's fine. But you do hear upstairs, you, you do hear, like, oh, new friends. And you hear, uh, uh, and it's like echoing through the cave. It's like, get them! What is going on? What is what is happening here? And you hear, like, sounds of fighting and all kinds of stuff. And you hear, uh, you hear Topsy and Turvy screaming from the very top because they didn't follow you guys in. It seems like they went over with uh, Bapito. All right, so and? I'm gonna heal. So I'll spread that out. Uh, eight points to myself. It's gonna be eight points to stool and eight points to the dwarf. Okay, dwarf not dead. All right, so we have stool, the prince, the dwarf, and the fish. Yes. Okay. And you have the orc. Yeah, you have the orc. Oh, the orc follows. Orc followed you. Okay. Sarath also followed you. He was all nimble. He didn't take any damage. Oh, it was the Dark Elf. Right? Dark yeah. Elf. Okay. You guys are at the bottom of the pool now. Putting your There's actually a shoreline at the pool, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to bring yourself together. You can see where this pool follows a, uh, a river that takes you out of the... This is like a giant mega cave that you guys are in. If you look up, you actually see... You see uh, still some of the embers and some of the light from the fireball that's been cast. And you see you see just this, this, this cloud of webbing up there. It seemed like at this point, you know, you... It was masking the whole the whole fortress up there, the whole uh, the prison camp, and there's sounds of battle going on. But at this point, any concern? You do see a bag, and uh, this bag does have your weapons in it. Excellent. Yeah, so that's it. But you still don't have any of the other armor. You don't have anything else. You just have this bag that has your weapons. These are now your companions to do as you wish. They will follow you. Prince Darendel, Stool, Shusha the Awakened, Sereth the Drow, Jimjar the Gambler, Rant, York, and Eldith. And at this point, I'm going to do this almost like season one, where uh, I gave them a couple of companions to kind of help them out with fights and do what they want to do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I'll open it up to you guys. Unless one of these turns into a magical Twix type character, I don't think that's really where we're going to go with it, but if mm-hmm. it feels right that we level them up, we're not going to level these guys up so much. You can't outfit right. them with stuff. Some people are kind of special, like Stool can't... Stool has no weapons. He has yeah. like a he has like a smash attack where he can kind of just run into somebody with his... With his a fist. No, it's his... It's probably says fist, but really it's his like face. He just pummels him with his face. So they're all, they're all uh, drying themselves off. You hear a battle. You hear a, you hear Ivara screaming, and Sarah goes, "We must, we must follow this river quickly. If we're gonna get out of here." Oh, oh, was that the plan? Yes. Did we want to leave quickly? <laughs> you are so good oh, at this. Oh, brother, look at me. Oh, I am, I am just full of water. Oh, oh and he just shakes off like a cat, like a cat, and just like mm-hmm. the Prince Darendel just shakes, and all this water goes everywhere. Oh, I hate this. Mm. Uh, I will press the digitate him. Ah, you are a true gentleman. And and myself. <laughs> well, that's much better. Well, as the man said, let's go quickly. Yeah, let's go. And you guys go off. Now, there is a, uh, there's enough of a path. You don't have to actually get into the water. But the river, you kind of follow the river along the side. And you... Well, we don't have to worry about Stool, because Stool can't really do anything. He's just there to be there. Okay. And and as you've had so, conversation at this point as you've had conversation, Shushar the Awakened, um, 
he lets you guys know he will he will not fight. He will not defend himself. He does not. He is uh, he is awakened to the path of just pacifism. Mm, okay. Pacifist. He'll just be nearby. All right. Look, I will act as your guide, but I will not. I will not attack anyone. Well, in that case, let's just get Ron's to bodyguard for him and get him out of the equation too. Okay. So just, uh, okay. I guess I'll get Jim Jar. We're both gnomes. Okay. And we can coordinate okay. some sort of stuff together. All right, let's go. Let's do a thing. Let's get out of here. <clears throat> Follow the river. Yeah, All right. Works. All right. So Fishman is a pacifist. He's off to the side. Ront is just uh, the orc is going to be his bodyguard, and we'll worry about the others. And Spore is just being a mushroom. So, okay. And Sarah has started to. Uh, he hasn't taken command at all, but he's definitely walking with you guys in front. So he's n- now that you guys are broken free, he's a little bit more, I guess, less hopeless is the best way to describe him. He's he's still not really talkative, so mm-hmm. to speak, but he certainly is uh, now finding a little more hope. And uh, cheering up a little, Mister che- Pessimist. Mm. Well, I didn't suspect you could do that, but. Yeah. You are a fiery bunch. Mm-hmm. I guess that serves us well here. Oh. Was that a pun? <laughs> He's got jokes now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he kind of snickers jokes. He actually almost killed us. Well, Is that a joke? But did probably a little bit. You didn't die. <laughs> you have a point. So, uh, so first, first things first. We need to get away from the camp. They will likely try to follow our tracks. Sure. I yeah. never know, obviously, a thing or two about house misery and the way they work. The slavers. <clears throat> All right. Good. You can help cover our tracks. Oh, he crits. So what he starts doing is he starts um, he starts showing you guys the ropes of the underdark a little bit. And we're gonna. There's many days ahead of you at this point with your journey, so we're, let's we're gonna take a few days out. We're gonna start talking about you know do some role play stuff. But at this point, for the next hour or so, his his prime concern is throwing them off. So you guys come up to a tunnel, and he starts making new tracks for the tunnel, and then he starts uh, making some other tracks to go into the river itself. And then he's taking a little bit of time, but he's also rushing as much as he can. Yeah. And uh, with that twenty, he goes, I believe. This is a. We may have. We probably purchased a few days' time now for some of the work I've done. Cool. So, I think next we probably need to eat. We need to find some food, perhaps, or uh, some time of shelter, something. But keep going too. I can just make some food. Really. How many people are in our group? Um, the grumbling stomachs are starting to won't all fit. I could make some shelter, but we won't all fit. Oh, well, we can fit stool on top of someone. I mean, it doesn't really take up a whole thing. Yeah, stool. Stool is uh, certainly holding you guys back a little bit with his little legs and trying to walk. Um, so there's a certain point when uh, when Sarath actually takes his shirt off and he rips it around, he does some things, and he fashions a bit of a backpack for stool. He's like, one of you can probably carry him. Because he doesn't weigh... I'll go ahead and do that. That's I don't imagine problem. he doesn't weigh too much. It'd be just like a mushroom. It's it's a bit... It's, it's cumbersome, but it works. And you guys can... As long as he's in that. He's like, thank you guys so much. No, it's not a problem at all. And Sarah goes, yes, uh, as far as I know, the Underdark... Um, from here, Sloopadoop is the first settlement. Outside of that, we can make our ways how we want. Well, that sounds fair. What kind of, uh, what kind of influence do the drow, well, at least who we just broke off from, have in Sloopadoop? There is no influence with the Kuatoa. They're mad. They're insane creatures, and there's no real working with them outside of basic trade. And even then, they used a they used Hammoth, a, uh, a, tr- a traitor who uh, worked for them, so they didn't have to show their own face. Fair enough. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a little unkind. I mean, you know, Shushan 
Shushar. He's like, Shushar. yes, my, my, he is right, though. My, my people are quite mad, but, is, but me, on the other hand, I have been awakened with uh, my pacifism and my, my many, many, many years of meditation. I've been able to control the madness. Yes. Well, that's okay. nice. Let's that's... <laughs> keep moving. Bless your home. <laughs> Um, so let's move on to, we'll say, eight more hours into the day. And let's, uh, you guys want to make a camp at a certain point to kind of sit down, rest your weary legs. Everyone sits down. Sure. I will uh, conjure up a little Leoman's tiny hut. Mm. How does it look? Uh, it is a 10 foot radius immobile dome of force. And um, nine size, nine creatures of medium size or smaller can fit inside it. Uh, no one larger can go in, and no more than nine creatures. Okay. So still can't fit everyone. So Prince Darren goes out. I suppose I will take the first watch outside, then. Hmm? Okay, sure. Yeah. Anybody want to take first watch with me? Perhaps Ront or somebody. I don't care, but. Well, I actually have a weapon, so I'll do first watch with you. Okay. Well, I'm gonna get some sleep, but before I do that, I'll make some food for everyone and some water to drink. Make sure everyone's nice and refreshed. Yeah, do that before you go in, because mm-hmm. uh, spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. Okay. So, yeah. But uh, I will create food and water, and the food is bland, but luckily I have prestidigitate where I can flavor it. Ooh, so nice. Make it nice. So there's a nice little dish. camp scene where stool's next to you guys, and, and Sarath is still a little pouty, but not as pouty. There's uh, Prince Darendel eating his food, and uh, Ront, Eldrith. Ront and Eldrith are on opposite ends. At a certain point in the night, they start. there's some conversation where Ront is really snappy, and he says, he's like, well, as whenever I can, I'm going to get away from her and her people. They're slaughtering my kind. All and, right, orcs. And Elda goes only because you attacked first, and there's a bit of a bit of a back and forth between them. But well, as long as neither of you attack one another, I think we'll get through this okay. At the very least, to hold on till Sloopily Doop. <laughs> Very good. Um, so yeah, so uh, I think that's good. I think you know the night goes on. They they go into the shelter, and that's good. Uh, in case in case it matters, uh, when everybody gets in the shelter, and I'm walking outside with the Prince Tandel, mm-hmm. I'll do a uh, stealth uh, seventeen, but we'll just communicate telepathically through the spores. But I'll just kind of hang off just in case. Okay. But still within you know closing distance. I'm going to enjoy this uh, fine meal that Victor has made for us. Good job, sir. Thank you ever so uh, much. I'm going to take a nap. All right. Yes, I would like my spells back. (laughs) (laughs) This night, now you guys, uh, the spellcasters in the group, you two, um, Matilda and Victor, i got to start saying your names more out loud because I keep wanting to say Adam and Retta. So we'll start with uh, Victor. Victor, you started having, since you came down to the other dark, some really bad dreams. They've been really bad and unrestful, but um, this dream in particular is something unreal, and it is something that is... It is, um, it is you in this darkness, just pure darkness, and a giant eye comes out, and it is speaking all kinds of unholy languages, and it is just... Um, and it is maddening, and it's loud, and it it's doing all those things. And it says, soon you'll all be one with me. Soon you'll all be one with me. And it feels like, this is just a bad dream. This is a super, super bad dream that's realistic. And you wake up. Your spells are good, you're rested, all that good jazz, but it's an unnerving dream. Uh, when you go to sleep, you also have a bad dream. And this one in particular is there are all these um, rotten corpses 
and they're coming up out of the ground, and you're in a meadow of some sort. But the meadow starts darkening, as it was light, and it starts darkening, and and there's all these people from your past coming up out of the ground. And they all have they all have like a spores and things crawling and, and 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 worms crawling out of their mouth and whatever and but everyone looks festive like they're dressed in in garments that uh to you signify i don't know some kind of there's some kind of celebration going on and then um someone you would know perhaps an old your old mentor somebody from your past comes up to you and it's like are you ready for the wedding are you ready? Oh, it'll be great. It'll be wonderful. Oh, joyous wedding. It's so joyous and everyone starts clapping their hands and singing as the rot starts slowly closing in around everything you see. And then you wake up. And again, just like uh, Victor's dream, it is unreal. It is, it is, well, surreal. It is something that's just bothering you. Okay, brain, I get it. I'm a grave robber. Okay. And you all wake up. A dark new day. So, Mr. The Awakened, how much further to Snoopler Doop? Oh, from my perspective, I would say maybe four more days. Yeah, four more days. I hate it down here. Are there fish in the water? There are some fish that float through the water, yes. Will the fish man be offended if I catch some fish? Oh, no, go catch the fish. It is life-giving. It is what the sea mother would want, yes. Fish do eat fish. Yeah, I just wanted to double-check. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. But, I mean, if I were hungry and came across a fat little monkey, I might eat it. I'm just saying. Because I bet you, uh, I bet... You never thought about eating a fat little monkey? Victor, I have very limited experience of you, I admit, but it seems more likely you try to make friends with him. Well, that is... well. I got tangled <laughs> that this guy would actually eat the monkey if we found found an underdark monkey. He, it does sound good. You know, I'll actually take you up on that. I think he'd eat that, yeah. So you're, you're saying I befriend the monkey, well, he says I eat the monkey. I say he eats the monkey. You no, think I, he's going to friend I, I it? I think he might eat the monkey after what you just said. Well, then who's oh. the bet for? You can't bet an agreement. That's not how betting works. Mm. I misheard him. This guy's got it. This guy's got it. He understands. So no one's going to bet that he's going to eat the monkey? Because I feel like you're going to eat the monkey if you see I just said well, that. Well, now that you see a monkey, does. I mean, if it's a friendly monkey, I'm not just going to eat the friendly monkey. Well, what if, what if it's an unintelligent stool. evil monkey? It's a very nice mushroom. But I mean, if it was an evil monkey, I would eat it. friends with a mushroom, and you're telling me that you would eat a fat little monkey. If it was an evil monkey. If I were evil, <laughs> would you eat monkey? me? Stool says. He comes up to you, he's like, don't. Would you eat me? Well, how about you don't ever turn evil and we never have to find out? How will I know if I turn evil? I will let you know first. Okay. I, will, I will give you a nice warning. It's like, Stool, you'll be an evil. Stop it, or I might eat you. That's, <laughs> I think that's fair. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, I mean, if there's some sort of uh, small, fat, evil monkey, like uh, summoning necromantic spirits, uh, creating other fat little undead monkeys, uh-huh. or, um, or if he had kidnapped some sort of monkey princess and was holding her for ransom, uh, then maybe, maybe I would eat that monkey. Yeah, okay. All right. Are we done with the monkey talk, Sarah says. <laughs> oh, should I stop talking about monkeys so we can head to Schloop the Doop? <laughs> walking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point you guys, like, packed up camp and you're just going. I mean, let me know if it gets too silly for you. I'm, I'm jogging on ahead and giggling at you. <laughs> Chris just taking this all in. We got four more days of this. <laughs> yeah, food I would like to catch down. a fish. Alright, roll me an attack roll. Okay. First, attack I think we all need to fish? clarify... Because I believe I know the answer to this, but just so everyone else understands, how are you catching this fish? That's an excellent question. I mean, you could create a rapier. You have a conjuration ability to conjure a fish spear. I could, yeah, I think I might try to conjure a fish spear. Okay. And spear that fish. Yeah. Because 
because. Okay. What kind of check am I doing? Um, just roll me an attack it's roll. Just an attack? Yeah. Okay. Just d20 versus fish. Oh! Off the table. Off the table. Let's do it again. Yeah, because it didn't even land on a side. Because of carpet. Ten! I think that beats fish. Yeah? Well enough. Because plus your proficiency bonus and whatever, like, yeah, I think that'll be okay. Okay. A fish may have, like, a ten base. Yeah, I don't, what would the my uh, proficiency bonus be with a fish but, spear? I mean, it's still probably a dex. At the very least, it's a 14. So okay. I'm sure that beats fish. Yeah. All right. 14 versus fish. Hmm. So a couple people walk over to you and Jim Dry first before you do it. He goes, I bet you one gold you can't catch a fish in the first try. I just did. What? And he looks over and you have the fish like... <laughs> well, I'll be... All right. Now. We get to town, you owe me a gold. All right. I owe you the gold. I owe you the gold, and no one took the monkey bet, so we don't know about a monkey yet. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've uh, lost any bets to anybody yet, outside of you. All right. All right. Good. Good, good, good. Hmm. Should I try to catch some more fish? We have a big group. One fish isn't going to go far. I'm eating fish tonight. Um, I'm sure, I mean, I suppose if you're tired of my spiced slop, well, then I suppose <laughs> I can help you catch some fish. All right. Some spiced issue. fish. All right. Well, luckily, I'm pretty good at catching fish. All right. Oh. Mm, that's a 10. Okay. Not as, uh, not as skilled as when she just, like, poked her thing in and got it, but you caught a fish. How did you catch a fish? You just, like, bring your hands in. He's like, get here, fish. <laughs> no, I, just, I can just see him with his glass up, just, like, slapping the water. <laughs> uh, I feel like you have never met me, Mr. Tough and stuff. <laughs> Clearly, I find a fish, and I call down the holy fire. <laughs> There's some bubbling underneath as a fish just <laughs> pops to the top, already fried and ready to go. It's a one prepared fish. Yeah, one prepared by holiness. Uh, it tastes mm-hmm. a little different, I think. Holy roasted. Holy roasted fish. Oh, that's good. Well, this time I've only got eight versus fish. Oh. Mm. So, so I, I may not have caught another. Mm. You know, if we had a wand of magic missile, we could just use that because it never misses. Just <laughs> fish. Fish. You guys go through, uh, after you catch your fish, you eat your fish, you have fun with your with your fishing trip. Oh, we're just catching them for later. We're going to oh, catch okay. the fish and we're going to put them on a stick string that is something. what i have heard about in stores people put fish on sticks for some reason yeah like next to a file or something dries them out yeah yeah there are so many ways yes my people do put uh, put them on sticks sometimes yeah yeah yes yeah, so we're just gonna put hang them. on to them until we make camp and then we'll uh impale them and roast them over a fire fair enough there's a certain point when uh you guys start hearing Horrid sounds as you're walking through this this cave. Well, I don't care for that at all. Make me a DC 11 wisdom saving throw. As the gibbering echoes. Oh, it had to be gibbering, didn't it? Yes. So, yeah. So you remember that? Remember that alien beast? Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. Well, as a roll seven, um, negative one wisdom, so I have six. All right. I rolled a. Three. Okay. Plus three wisdom is a six. As uh, poking their heads out from the tops of uh, some hollowed out, like miniature caves, you see two Nothics above. And they go, Grit. and then I know. behind the evil cave babies, <laughs> they come back. There's another one now. <laughs> and. Behind the party, two more pop their head out. Oh, oh no. Where uh, basically, um, where their marching order is, there's two in front and now two in back, and they're all like, seem like they're calling out to each other, but they're half speaking languages and half not speaking languages. It all seems very alien and weird. We're, and this is an important opportunity to tell you guys, which you guys failed was a madness check, but I'm not going to play madness because I hate madness. Um, I don't like playing that kind of stuff where you like get different levels of madness. Me and Adam have talked about this before. I don't like it when the book tells you or the game just decides to tell you when when you're really like taking something to heart and really hate it. 
So I'm going to leave that up to you guys how you play it, but when you fail a check, instead of making you guys get some kind of status effects or something for the madness, I'd rather it you guys come up with something fun and it does maybe disturb you, but we'll just roleplay it out instead of actually having some rules attached to it. But I feel it's very important to impress that no one cut anyone's head off right now. I remember that. I think. They start pointing the point. One points to stool. Another points to Jim Jar. And then another one points over to Victor. I don't care for that at all. And another one points over at Matilda. And they start kind of talking to each other. Oh, all right, so let's just all move forward slowly carefully. Okay, let's just keep walking. Let's just go. Let's just go. Well, no, come on now. That's the worst period of time to, to come up with words. Uh, that is vaguely threatening. Fish. I'm going to Fish. Oh, you no. want the fish. Oh, that is so less terrifying. Oh. Yes, yes, you have the fish. Yeah. Go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, I toss a fish to him. Funding. Um, you're gonna comprehend their language. Yeah. How does that work? I know uh, you comprehend language. I just for the for duration, it. you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. You also understand any written language that you see, but you must be touching the surface on which the words are written. It takes about one minute to read one page of text. The spell doesn't decode secret messages in a text or glyph, such as an arcane <clears throat> sigil that isn't part of a written language. But they're speaking a language right now. Okay. And so, the duration is one hour. It takes a minute for it's like a re- audio reception because it sounds like they're speaking different language. They are. They're speaking Wait, all scored. kinds of different languages. They're not spored. Oh yeah. yeah. Everyone has to be spored. So they are, uh, and it's also there's a level of madness, and I'm going to allow her her magic. Um, Ability, let her cast this, and they are starting to go. Um, they're, they're like, take the fingers, take the fingers, take the fish, take the fish, take the fingers, take the fish. They, they, they look, they look tasty. They look tasty. No, no, bad. I'm gonna, bad. That's a bad thing. We should. I'm gonna toss them one of my fish. Okay. One jumps down and takes and survive. And now you get a good look at these creatures. It's uh, I guess, two arms, two legs, gangly little body, but a giant eye, and it just like winks at you takes the fish, like... <laughs> takes it and eats it. It's like... <sighs> <sighs> yes, 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 that's good. Food, good, food, good. Ooh, ooh. Why are they looking? Why are they looking? Why are they looking? Hi, little guys. <sighs> run, 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 run. They all run except for the one that's down there, and he's like, stop, like, yeah, it's looking at me. Do you want another fish? It's looking at me. Fish. You want it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? yeah, 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 yeah. Send your fingers, send your fingers. Yeah. Put the fingers, too. Put your fingers in. Put no, your... just the fish. Legs, legs, legs. Put your legs in. Put your legs. No, no. no. Only fish. No. Do you have spells? A spell scroll. Eat the fish. You can just have the fish, okay? He starts eating the fish. I was yeah. already having a difficult time sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Now, keep in mind, all of you failed your rolls. This thing should I be... Didn't fail. Oh, you didn't fail? That's right. Okay, you didn't fail. But you... Yeah, you remember the... Yeah, I don't I know if any, did anyone fail the rolls? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I failed. This should be terrifying. Great but failed. I'm not going to tell you how you feel, because i just let you know you failed, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's scary, but it's fascinating. And that's kind of what Matilda does. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's scary, like looking at... And it's looking at you, he's like, I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember having... He kind of looks around. It's like, like, like a head, like you, eyes, like you. I had yeah. two eyes. I had two eyes. I had two eyes. I had two, two eyes. Two eyes. Two eyes. Two eyes. Yes. What happened? I found it. Found what? I found it. Where? There. And he What's points, and there's like a wall. There. Oh my god! I can't take this. <laughs> there. How do you open it? Open. Starts, right, well, I'm going to start running. Anyone who uh, <laughs> yes. would like to join me, please do. <laughs> I, I joined Bridger in a brisk All run. Right. It's just this one now, and, a, and it looks at you, and it goes, I, you, 
you find a keeper. You find a keeper. You find a keeper. You find a keeper. And then you find it. And then you find it. And then it takes you there. It takes you there. When you find a keeper, it takes you there. Yes. And then you can get into it. You can, you can, you can be in the spell. Where's the keeper? It's there. And he just points. Can I have your arm? No. You want another fish? Do you have another fish? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he starts biting on your arm. Okay. He starts gnawing on your arm. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to do this cinematically. Like, blood starts coming out of your, your arm. And he's like, I just want the arm. I want it. I want it. And fish. a spell. Fish, fish, fish only. <sighs> fish. I want you to take 1d8 points of damage. Okay. You, you should roll it then. Yeah. Sorry. Seven points of damage to you. Okay. He gets off your arm, and he takes the fish, if I and he s- climbs up, almost like a spider, he kind of climbs up to the uh, ceiling of the cave, and he starts eating the fish. I don't know. If I, if I, saw, him about do, to if I saw him do that, I'm run up and I fucking attack it. No, I'm, okay. I'm terrified okay. right now. If they start attacking our group, no, we can play this cinematically out. That you start running up like he's like it. Wait, ain't, wait, wait, wait. She's bleeding. She has a gash on her arm at this point. He's running right. Like you're, you're like on. <laughs> Victor out. <laughs> All right. Um, Prince Darendel doesn't know what to do. He's following your lead on this because you are of noble descent. Who says no? I, I'm. This is out. I'm out. This is weird. This is very weird. I'm a noble. Ooh, ooh, that's gross. And Ron runs with you. He's like, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Uh, Jim draws like, wait, I'm going to stay because, hey, anybody want to bet? Where are you guys going? I bet that it eats her whole. I bet it eats her whole. So before you can do that, don't roll anything. We're just going to do it cinematically. Uh, you, you try to, like, attack it with your dagger, and it, like, jumps out of the way with the fish in hand. It climbs up to the, to the top of this, uh, it's like tunnel that you guys are yeah. in. And there's yeah. a hole... In the tunnel where it wants to go, but it has an arm in there, and he's just looking down at you. Right. And he's like, his big giant eyes just winking. It's like, yeah. And I throw my arms out. Grit, wait. It's okay. It's okay. I'm okay. He's as scared as you are. All right? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's okay. Live in the spell. Live in the spell. Uh, Live in the spell. Live in the spell. Let's Live in the spell. go. Yeah, we're going right to go. Now. We're gonna go. Right Eternity. now. We're going to go. Right now. Right now. Grit, take a breath. In- it's okay. Infinite. Infinite. T- I'm infinite. And you'll be infinite too. And then right. he... We can go. He Let's goes go. in. Like... Okay. All right. Before I'm completely out of the area, so I'm like shushing... Yeah, you're shushing all them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would like to... Detect magic or something. Yeah, detect magic. Okay. Yeah, so I'm um, gonna try to sense presence of magic within 30 feet. Um, I'm looking toward the area that he pointed at. Okay. Okay. So um, it can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of foot of stone, inch of common metal, thin sheet of lead, or three feet of water. Okay. I just want to see. Like, you want to get a is, sense for it? Is there a? Okay. No. I didn't think so. No, but you get I the feeling that that thing, even though you can understand it, was purely insane, and yeah. you could have pointed to a spot that maybe a mile away. It could be in another Absolutely. continent. It could be. Absolutely, yeah. but you don't know if you don't yeah, check. Yeah, I get you. Good right. job. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I guess we all catch up to Victor. Yeah. Yeah, you all catch up to Victor and and calm down a little bit, I guess, and you can continue your normal marching. I don't care for the evil cave babies. (laughs) (laughs) Have have you had a run-in with him, I say? It seems like you've seen them before. Once before. It was a terrible misunderstanding. (laughs) Um... Please, tell me about this. Well, um, well, I, uh, 
As a law enforcement officer, I feel that uh, before any sort of uh, violent confrontation occurs, uh, you should give the uh, person the opportunity to surrender peacefully under any circumstances. Well, well that is most noble and just, yes. Well, we thank do that you. every time. Well, unfortunately, that is a policy that uh, was not always in place. Oh. And uh, one of the reasons that became a policy in place is there was a criminal who uh, was most certainly guilty, but instead of offering him an attempt to uh, surrender, I pushed him off of a bridge. <laughs> While grabbing his sack. Well, he, <laughs> he had a bag full of valuables, but... Uh, but I do say, are you a murderer? Is that what you are? Well, no, I'm a law enforcement officer, and he was most decidedly on the wrong side of the law. And I didn't intend to fall to kill him. It was only a shortfall into some water, you see. However, (laughs) what I did not know and had no way to know is that in that water was one of those evil cave babies. Uh, uh, Sarah pipes up, they're called Nothics. And uh, shortly thereafter, that fellow that I just meant to have a playful push off a bridge, um, well, his, uh, his head came bobbing up in the water and the evil cave baby grabbed it and ran off with it <laughs> and uh, I, I decided uh, at that point no matter what uh, you should give the person an opportunity to peacefully surrender or else an evil cave baby might run off with their head so you know, life sure, has a learning experience I'm most disturbed by, uh, by your uh, story huh? well you weren't even there <laughs> Yes, I'm not seen it. No, well, I mean, they. Um, we've all seen enough. There's no need to see more. If all those Nothics had attacked us, we would likely not. Well, you know what? After seeing you fight, I think we would have killed him. Uh, sure, sure. But at what I cost? Mean, they're, they're just they're crazy. It's okay. They are crazy. You know, yeah. And murderous. It's very important to remember the murderous he was, part. He was hungry. For people meat. <laughs> and we were gonna eat the fish. This isn't a circle of life sort of a thing. This is an evil cave baby wanted to eat my meats. So <laughs> and I don't care for that. Oh, Victor. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> And they were once men, Sarah says. Once men. What happened to So, you what then? causes yeah, a what man causes to be turned into a cave baby? In the Underdark, there are certain magics that can turn uh, ambitious wizards into those things. Wait, only wizards? Wizards seek out the magic. Oh, thank God. So, anyone who seeks out the magic. Hmm. It's likely in their normal life they were ambitious and power hungry and wanting unknown, untold secrets in their life. Well, I'm not all of those things, so I think. I'll but I like the term "cave baby" now. I like that. <laughs> sure. Sarah's kind of laughs again, like <laughs> "cave baby." He's laughed again. <laughs> well, it's not uh, You don't want to make him uncomfortable. Sarah, I'm what's, uncomfortable. The, what's, the, what's the process there? How does it? Uh... Mm. Not my thing. Yeah. You have an itching to, to have one giant eyeball? I have a curiosity. Mm. For the one giant eyeball or the for what they sought? Yes. I'm curious. It's a curious thing. Yes, curious is yeah. a word. Now I'm the schloop to do. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me for trying to get new knowledge. Uh, that's, that's... I mean, why do you think I'm down here in the first place? You were kidnapped by dark elves? Right. Why are you down mm, here? Not exactly. I mean, yes, but not, like, from the surface.
That's all the time we have for now. Thank you so much for listening. You'll notice that our episodes have been coming out every two-ish weeks at this point, um, and that's just because the holiday season adulting is cutting into the show output. But fear not, we have plenty of content, and we're getting this content back to you regularly as soon as possible, like probably next week kind of soon. As a reminder, we have a Patreon page that you can get to from our show notes. Um, Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment, and tell your friends to all do the same. I hope you and yours have a wonderful holiday season. Until next time, toodles.